Next time I'll try knitting. A recovering alcoholic's opinion about life, sobriety and stuff. Lights down, bums on seats, silence please. On with the show. In step six, we became entirely ready to have God remove our defects of character. Shame nobody told Soberina Gratitude that, though. Well, I'm quite sure a few people had attempted to tell her, but Soberina's defects tended to gang up on the messenger and exact revenge. Not shooting the messenger was overrated as far as Soberina was concerned. Beheading was far quicker and more gorily satisfying. It also had the benefit of scaring the shit out of the next messenger. And when the next messenger wasn't scared shitless, the results were somewhat predictable. Anyway, you weren't here for exposition, it's time for a fairy tale. Once upon a time, there was a young witch called, oh fuck that, you know the beginning, if you've been listening. Witch, obsessed with kissing frogs, lives in gingerbread cottages, generally beheads people and causes chaos. Anyway, there were six wise ravens who watched over Sobertown, not that the townspeople generally knew it. They say that if these ravens gazed upon you, they could see right into your head and tell you of your future, your past and all points in between. They'd once gazed into the head of Soberina and all they saw was little green frogs hopping around. Quite. Now the idea of someone walking around with a head full of frogs troubled the ravens so they decided to pay Soberina a visit. They took the contrary-wise route to her cottage for good luck. After all, when you're dealing with Soberina, you need to stack the odds in your favour. When they arrived, the six ravens alighted in six trees around the gingerbread cottage and waited for her to show up. Guess what? She did exactly that six minutes later. Some people know how to make an entrance, don't they? Shame the ravens couldn't count, though. Six and six and six would have told them there was trouble ahead. Ho-hum. Soberina stomped into the clearing and immediately noticed the ravens. She knew something was up, because ravens don't just drop in for a cup of tea and a chat. What the fuck do you want, you feathered wankers? asked Soberina. The ravens shifted uneasily in their trees and looked at each other. This wasn't quite the welcome they were used to. Eventually, the eldest raven spoke. Car, we come to tell you, Soberina, that you need to be willing to ask for a power greater than you to relieve you of your character defects. If you do not, we can only see darkness in your future. Soberina heard the wise raven's message, but she had two small problems with it. First, what character defects? She had a few foibles, such as beheading people who irritated her and knitting hats out of the severed fingers of her enemies, but so what? She was merely eccentric. Second, what power was there that was greater than herself? Well, duh, none, obviously. Also, she didn't like ravens. As far as she was concerned, they were a bunch of know-it-all bastards. On the other hand, they didn't appear to be going anywhere without an answer from her. Well, okay, fine, she said to herself. She went into the cottage and returned with some tasty nibbles. Thanks, wise ravens. Here are some tasty morsels as a reward for your wise words. The ravens flew down and feasted on the gifted food, which was a shame. Because Soberina was now close enough to turn them all into porcelain ducks, which she put on the wall of the cottage for decoration. And the moral of this tale... No matter what you do, you can't duck your defects. And if you do, you're probably quite quackers. And if you don't like puns, take it up with your sponsor. Nah. The end. Next time I'll try knitting by JJ Chance. Another episode will appear soon, like a bus. 
and mow you down when you're not looking. Bye.